All right, first, um, first what I'd like to do is go around the room and do some introductions. Uh, we've got a number of people here from PPS, but we've got another number of other people. So let's start with Anita. I'm Alder Anita Weir, and I'm on the local food committee. And I'm Dan Kennelly. I'm uh, the city's economic development specialist and the project manager for the public market project. Larry Lund, affiliated with Project for Public Spaces out of Chicago. Uh, Bert Stitt Madison on the PPS team as a public engagement advisor. Uh, Steve Davies from Project for Public Spaces. Also Ackland. Kelly Verrill with Project for Public Spaces. David O'Neill, Project for Public Spaces. I'm Melissa Destry, Destry Design Architects, working with PPS. I'm Aaron Oliver, Director of Economic Development. Okay, I'm going to just kind of set this up and then get out of the way. Um, for close to a decade, we've talked about a public market here in Madison. Um, we've spent the last couple of years uh, focused on several things. First, re-examining the public market and what do we expect from a public market. Uh, we're looking for a public market that has three functions. First, retail that focuses on locally grown food, healthy food, and is accessible both physically and financially to the greatest number of people, particularly folks with low incomes. Secondly, a wholesale operation where, for example, local restaurateurs uh, will know that they can, on a regular basis, find in quantity uh, the foods, the produce, the fruits that they want in preparing uh, for their uh, menus, and the same is true for uh, those who, who sell produce retail and, retail and, and supermarkets. And third, in collaboration with the efforts of the county, food aggregation, a food hub, we're sitting here in uh, the MADREP region, over half a dozen counties, one of the richest agricultural uh, centers in the world, and uh, we want to utilize this to, to regain our, our rightful place uh, as a uh, grower, preparer, exporter of, of food. Um, to do this, we have to do something that economically fits for the people of the city, both in terms of their pocketbooks as well as for what uh, the city can commit. We have to find a location. And if this is done right, we can also see this as an economic engine, which is going to, uh, like so many other properly done public ventures in terms of infrastructure, provide tremendous private investment. Uh, we know of great instances, situations around the country where public markets have helped launch uh, numerous entrepreneurial ventures uh, in prepared foods and in terms of uh, restaurant sales and, 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 and the like. Um, simultaneous to all of this, we've obviously got our local food committee, uh, which Alderwoman, uh, we're made, re made reference to as, as well as Dan. And so with that, uh, Steve, uh, you want to take over and I'm going to get out of the way and we'll have questions and discussions and whatever you guys want to do. 
Um, I didn't really come with any prepared remarks, <laughs> but you know, this is the basically the beginning, the first day of our um, contract with the city to develop a business plan for the market, and it's a multi-phased, step-by-step uh, process, looking at issues of the feasibility of different uses, uh, what people would like to see here in Madison, um, how do you put all of these um, pieces of the market that the mayor just referred to together and create a public place. Um, and then, you know, assuming we feel like that, that, that there is a, that there's the really strong potential here, then beginning to look for site um, selecting a site and then doing a business plan. So it's a it's a six to eight month process that we're looking at, um, and you know we're just starting here today, having some conversations with people, and uh, we have a, a bit of a, a little public reception and information session tonight. So is this kind of like a starting all over? I mean, with you know they had the the old the Madison East garage or parking lot that they were going to do over here. I mean, wasn't some of this hashed out like a few years ago and has that totally been scrapped with the light rail that, thing? That know? was what you're referring to was done without any of the input, any of the analysis that we're talking about with this reiteration. Okay. So we're, we're, we're in effect starting over. Then how do you, a lot of people are going to say this should be downtown. How do you reach out to these underserved communities that you say need this while sort of people thinking, well, this should be downtown because that's where we want people to come? That seems like that's going to be a tough thing to balance. Well, I think there's a number of factors that go together in picking a site. And, uh, you know, obviously we want to find a place for this that fits the, the vision and, and the program of uses and activities and um, actual uh, elements that are actually going to be in the market. Um, we want a place, a place that supports that and um, um, looking at different sites in terms of access visibility um, and the ability to create synergy with other uses. Uh, you want to create a community destination. There's going to be a lot of criteria that is going to evolve that is going to help to inform the site selection process. When, when you weigh all the values, um, downtown speaks for itself. But it may be that when we get done with accessibility and cost, it may not be downtown. Second thing to consider along those lines is uh, over the centuries in this country and, uh, and in others, cities have had more than one public market. So uh, while we really want to focus on what would be our major public market, it's very possible that when we finish this, we may go on to two or three smaller ones at other locations. How much research and what kind of time frame are you looking at to be concluded with findings and then what's the next step after that? Uh, we're looking to have our phase one report done probably in February sometime. Um, and that's uh, looking at the economic demand for the market, uh, uh, primarily looking at what the different feasible elements of the market would be, helping to define what this market actually is, uh, what the components of it is, are, what, it, what the components of it include. Do 
you think that's adequate time to get all those information, all that information together, and then propose what you propose, or at least submit the findings? Well, that's the starting point for then looking at you know a potential for um, site. You know, when you hear public market, you think Seattle and all these other bigger cities. Is there a sense of what one in a town this size would look like? How big it would be? That type of thing. You know, how many? Would there be a guy catching fish in the, you know, in the corner? <laughs> like, what? What is it with a city this size that people could maybe expect? I guess. Yeah, you probably. You know, you're probably not going to get Pike Place Market. But you know, Pike Place Market took a hundred years to get to where it is. So, these things don't, you know, uh, start off, uh, you know, as a you know the the state that we see it in today it's you know evolved in that direction and that's what we're you know looking at i mean the first phase will help define really what the at least the beginning point of the market would be um and then that'll help inform like where it should be and you know what the business aspects of it are i mean it's taken 40 years to get the farmer's market to get to you know 10 20 times its initial size. Mm -hmm. you want no, I would just say that already in our research in preparing to be here today and then also in just even our the few hours we've spent already today talking to a variety of different people and and again I'm sure this evening is going to exponentially add on to that what's exciting I think it what makes this potentially different from some of the historic public markets that many people think of such as Pike Place is that this the interest in the community so thus far seems to be in a very multi-dimensional space in a space that isn't exclusively as the mayor said about retail or exclusively about wholesale um, so we don't know yet what this is going to be and we are looking forward to finding out what this is going to be but um, i would say it probably isn't going to look necessarily like anything else you can think of when you think of a public market in the u.s you know, at, at, at taxpayers' expense, uh, I've traveled a good deal in the last couple of years, Dean, and um, I've seen about 15 public markets. Um, they are as different as the cities and as the agricultural and uh, food production systems are around them. Um, there's some wonderful models out there that may not be appropriate for Madison. There may be some models out there that aren't doing very well in other states that uh, may work in Madison because we have things that they don't have. One thing that we have to understand that, that really is a plus is the legacy of the, the farmer's market on the square and all the smaller markets uh, that have cropped up around the city over the years. It's created a culture where people are used to this kind of shopping, they like it, and we think that an all-year-round facility uh, is, is something that not just Madisonians, but uh, Dane County and surrounding county residents would like, and we know that the farmers like it. Is there a price tag on the six to eight months process and bringing all these folks together? We have a contract. Is there a price on that contract? Is it something um, you can share? I can't recall what it is. What, what is it? 250000 Thank you. Any concerns that we're talking about all these different facets going to this public market that sometimes all these facets doesn't really cause a lot of focus and therefore might they might die just because there's just too much out there and instead of just one focus on one 
certain aspect of a marketplace? Any concerns about that? Well, we're certainly going to be concerned about how we impact the existing uh, farmers markets. Um, but then one of the things we've learned uh, is that aggregation uh, actually can be very beneficial in terms of increasing uh, the purchasing resources so that uh, as we've learned in a perfect example of this by the way are the food carts on State Street. Before the introduction of the food carts there were many fewer restaurants on State Street and the variety was pretty much limited to brats, burgers, and pizza. And now the introduction of food carts has resulted not only in big success for the food carts, but many more restaurants and much greater variety. With the success of a pub market, if it goes into place, um, and I'm, excuse me, I'm not sure, if I'm not fully aware of public markets and how this infrastructure works, but does the city see any profits from a public market where it can then help its help out, ease the burden off the tax pay base or something like that? No. Uh, the, 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 the profitability uh, in a public market is going to come in all the businesses it creates, the uh, local, the dollars that stay here locally from the purchases, the jobs that are created, and then there's the non-economic benefits or at least um, indirect, I guess they could provide significant indirect, which is more efficient shopping, uh, better use of SNAP dollars, and a far healthier community. But would the city own the property and lease it out to these various interests? Is that typically how it works? Oh, boy. That's why we, that's why we got the experts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we'll begin looking at how you, how you put together this whole package. And, and uh, the building blocks of this market and this place are here. And we're just trying to figure out how to put it together the right way, that it makes economic sense, um, that it... Um, uh, achieves this sort of synergy with uh, the existing local food assets you have here in Madison and builds on what you have um, and provides a kind of a new economic dimension not just for the neighborhood or the location where it's located but to the uh, broader regional economy. If all goes well, when will you be opening up the first shop? <laughs> you tell um, us. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, would, I would say probably, if all goes well, 2017. 2017. And the next question is, why 2017? I mean, how many, we're talking three plus years out then. How long, we have to finish. We have to finish this study. I assume we'll have to acquire a site. And then given that we're going to be dealing with food, that site is going to need infrastructure investment that uh, is, is safe, that is healthy, that is clean and meets all kinds of standards. Um, I don't want to rush that as much as I'd like to open tomorrow. We covered everything? Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.